Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. Hi, it's Richard here, your faithful announcer. We are so glad you are listening. Casting our podcast on the waters of providence, trusting we encourage growing, biblical, dynamic, soul-satisfying prayer lives which glorify God. From the pen of Martin Lloyd-Jones, prayer is beyond any question the highest activity of the human soul. Man is at his greatest and highest when upon his knees he comes face to face with God. John Owen adds, I pray God with all my heart that I may be weary of everything else but converse and communion with him. J.C. Riley adds his insight. Never, never may we forget that if we would do good to the world, our first duty is to pray. And now to our fine host, Fred. Greetings once again from Fred. And as you know or may not know yet, I am the principal of the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. And we are blessed to be here and even more blessed that you have chosen to listen. We do have changes coming to our website and we're excited about that. And we may have another another opportunity or two to, to help all of us in our endeavors to a growing, biblical, dynamic sincere, soul-satisfying prayer life that glorifies God. That is, after our after all, our goal. And as we do that work on the website and the other couple of projects that we're looking at, we are forging ahead with our coverage of John Charles Ryle's tract, A Call to Prayer. And the genius of Ryle has been a great blessing to me. And as such, I wanted to keep on sharing that blessing with everyone else. And I am going to, again, try today to do minimal comments from me. There will be a little bit today from us. But it occurred to me as I was reading through this, and we have talked about this a little bit before, the abundant life that Christ promised us. And there are actually more thoughts on that subject, the abundant life, than we could shake a stick at. And as Groucho Marx might say, if that's your idea of a good time, we don't want to shake a stick at that. But we do want to understand what the abundant life is. And I am convinced, biblically and experientially, the abundant life Jesus paid for and promises cannot fully come and be known by us without our prayers. Because prayer, as we know, draws us into his presence and the witness of the Word of God and the Holy Spirit and history trumpet the truth that knowing God is the basis of our abundant life and joy. And we know if there's, well, you might not know this, there's a Gaelic word, the root of, the word means shout. And that's where we get the root of a motto or a slogan, actually slogan, comes from the Gaelic word shout. And if we had a shout or a slogan in this podcast, it turns out it is John 17, 3. And I've mentioned before, I've learned this too, a little too late in my life or later than I should have in my life. But you can say it with me if you want. And this is eternal life, that they may know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. And when we marry John 17, 3, with Psalm 73, 28, but as for me, the nearness of God is my good, 
I have made the Lord God my refuge, that I may tell of all thy works. And the nearness of God is felt most keenly when we are listening to him and talking to him. Now, so far in the book, Bishop Ryle has covered, and this is in no particular order, but he's covered the promises of prayer, the assurances of prayer, the power that there is in prayer, the obedience of listening to God and and praying, all of its encouragements that we've gone through. And now he turns to what he calls eminent holiness. And eminent is the word, is the e-eminent, means of high standing or of great reputation. And one might see it as a more successful Christian in comparison to other Christians, but I would actually rather characterize it as Christians who know more of the abundant life that is available to all of us, and that's going to become key. And as we begin all this, let us pray together. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for today. We bow before you. I bow before you in humility and in weakness and confess once again, Father, I need thee. What we do in our lives, we want to have eternal consequences. And sweet Jesus, that only comes as we know you, know you by faith and know you by experience, know you through our communications and are able to know that the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is in control of all things and you are bringing about thy good and great will. I bow before you again, praising you and blessing you for your goodness, for the opportunity to talk about prayer at all. And Lord, until you call me home, I pray that you would help me finish my course and to glorify you in all things. Make your people people of conversation with you, our Savior. We bless you and praise you and just bow before you once again, knowing your will is our closeness with you. So we commit this time, teach us and help us. We pray in the name of Jesus, our Savior, the Christ, and we proclaim his goodness to everyone. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I am convinced, without a doubt, no matter what we desire as his children in our life, The abundance of that life is going to come through our relationship. No matter how we serve him or work in the spread of the gospel, our abundant joy and peace and satisfaction comes in with our relationship, again, with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And as you heard a little earlier, and converse, that's the word, converse, conversation, as Owens, that's the way John Owen put it, converse, with God through his word, and prayer is our particular path to that abundant life. It doesn't exist of the stuff we have. It exists with our relationship to Jesus, or with Jesus, not to him. And it is this to which J.C. Ryle is addressing himself for the next few episodes. So we're quoting now from J.C. Ryle again. I ask whether you pray because diligence in prayer is the secret of eminent holiness. End quote. So here he's talking eminent, the e-eminent, not the i-eminent. So this is of a stature. So a stature in holiness or reputation probably would be the better word in this context. So again, quote, I ask whether you pray because diligence in prayer is the secret of eminent holiness. Without controversy, there is a vast difference among true Christians. There's an immense interval between the foremost and the hindermost in the army of God. They are all fighting the same good fight, 
but how much more valiantly some fight than others. They are all doing the Lord's work, but how much more some do than others. They are all light in the Lord, but how much more brightly some shine than others. They are all running the same race, but how much faster some get on than others. They all love the same Lord and Savior, but how much more some love Him than others. I ask any true Christian, whether it is not the case, are not these things so? And we know they are. And we see here again, despite the stereotype we might have of Puritans, they do know that there is spiritual growth and there, that there is a difference among saved people as far as their spiritual lives. There's a spectrum of maturity. So they do know that. We see that. We saw that here. We see that here again in this quote. But our question for today, or our meditation, which is basically all we are doing is introducing this thought and Ryle's assertion that prayer is the secret of eminent holiness, or, again, as we might put it here at the free range, satisfaction as we grow in Christ. That's our question for the day. And so what is your desire? What what would you like your Christian life to look like? How would you like to be responding to the God who saved you? And then another question is, do you think you might like to be of more consequence in the army of God? Another one, in your community, would you like to be one of those who warm others with your company? He's going to talk about that a little later. Now, Ryle, again later, will say, I dare say this opinion will startle some readers. I have little doubt that many look on eminent holiness as a kind of special gift, which none but a few must pretend to aim at. And then he'll say, Now, I believe that this is a most dangerous mistake. I believe that spiritual as well as natural greatness depends in high degree on the faithful use of the means within everybody's reach. He goes on, quote, And I assert confidently that the principal means by which most believers have become great in the Church of Christ is the habit of diligent, private prayer. So that is our meditation, where you would like to be in the Christian life, what you think God has called you to do, and then your thoughts on what Ryle says about prayer and its importance in that life. We have that quote from Ryle, and I'm going to mention it again, and then we're going to read from Colossians, and we will leave the rest to meditation and the Holy Spirit. I ask whether you pray, because diligence in prayer is the secret of eminent holiness. Without controversy, there is a vast difference among true Christians. There's an immense immense interval between the foremost and the hindermost in the army of God. They are all fighting the same good fight, but how much more valiantly some fight than others. They are all doing the Lord's work, but how much more some do than others. They are all light in the Lord, but how much more brightly some shine than others. They are all running the same race, but how much faster some get on than others. They all love the same Lord and Savior, but how much more some love Him than others. I ask any true Christian whether this is not the case. Are these things not so? Thank you, Jesus. And again, let's go to Colossians chapter 1, 9 through 12. And we just want to read this to help form the frame of those questions we asked. Again, what do you desire in spiritual things? Would you like to be a more consequential player in the army of God? 
And in your own community, would you like to be one of those who warm others with your company, especially in spiritual things? Paul says this in Colossians 1, 9-12 again, just in case. For this reason also, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so that you may walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, to please him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all power, according to his glorious might, for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience joyously, giving thanks to the Father who qualified us to share in the inheritance in the saints. Thank you, Jesus, for today. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the opportunity to meditate and to wonder and to draw closer to you. Holy God, work on your children. I have nothing left to say. Save glorify thyself in thy work and in our communion with thee. Take this time, make it fruitful to the glory of God. We pray this in the name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And brethren, let's pray for one another. As always, thank you for listening. We look forward to hearing from you at www.frponprayer.com or freerangeprayer at gmail.com. And for all your voiceover needs, go to richarddurrington.com or durringtonr at gmail.com. Keep your dial here for our next episode. And if you have a dial, you just might need an upgrade. For Fred and I, have yourself a prayerfully fun-filled day.